Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I read a um, great story on globalnews.ca earlier this morning. The five-minute shopping spree, how robots are turbocharging your online orders. And it's about uh, Sobeys, robot and artificial intelligence, online food order processing plants in, in Ontario. And the cost of this plant is staggering. But it, what it does is truly amazing. Mike Drolet is Global National Toronto Correspondent. He joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Mike, thank you very much for the time. So this um, the, this Sobeys automated, automated robotic warehouse with robots moving at amazing speed. What's the concept? What are the fundamentals here? Well, uh, we were trying to look at uh, automation. We decided to save me. We said, automation, what's going on with that? Because there's been a lot of reports in Canada that to get out of this pandemic, once we get out, to be able to succeed and to succeed much quicker than, than we normally would, we really need to automate. We really need to embrace that. And as we found out, talking with experts in the industry, while Canadian factories are very much automated, our warehouses aren't. If you think about uh, you know, how uh, Amazon's able to uh, send something to you the next day, and you're like, how is that possible? It's because their, their warehouses are so automated, and, so, uh, and they're, they're filled with robots and AI and everything under the sun that they're able to get stuff out so quickly. And Canadian manu- uh, manufacturers and businesses are, aren't able to compete with that. Um, so we went looking around to see sort of where we were at, and Sobeys was one that really stood out to us because they embraced this. They decided two years ago that they were going to you know, roll the dice on online groceries, and it was really a small part of the market, like 1% of the market. Uh, yet they said, you know what? People are going to start going down that road. So they invested $100 million into this warehouse in the GTA, and it's able to, to support just a, a massive sort of swath, swath of uh, southern Ontario. Um, and this, uh, and the, I mean, it's, it's, they're able to, if you're able to put in your grocery order one day, uh, like in the afternoon on Monday, by Tuesday morning, you're going to have your groceries. And they give you a, a narrow window as opposed to you can get it between 8 a.m. and 3 p.m. They give you an hour window, and they, they've hit on 98%. They're 98% accurate with that, wow. uh, with getting it to you on time. So it was a small portion of the industry, um, but they said, you know what, we're going to roll the dice and put the money into it. And it's turned out to be smart because they've seen uh, an increase in people ordering groceries, obviously because of the pandemic, uh, 300% growth. And so now they're planning two other sites in Canada. They're going to open a fourth eventually. Uh, so I think they're doing uh, Alberta and Quebec now, and those are going to support uh, huge areas. And then I think the fourth will eventually be uh, in BC somewhere. And then they're able to get to, from these four sites, seven, they're able to uh, support 75% of all Canadians who want to order online. And uh, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, it is. So let's say that, uh, that Mike and Roy have two shopping carts 
and we enter the store, the, the, the supermarket, and we start, you have your list, I have mine, and we start, you know, hunting around for the stuff as we traditionally do. How much faster is the robot than either you and I will be? Uh, well, it's not, it's not that, uh, quite that. Um, if you go in with your list and we were ordering the same stuff and you decide to go to the grocery store, you've got to obviously get in your car, drive to the grocery store, uh, and say it takes you 50 minutes to pick up all your groceries. And then right. you have to go and you do the checkout, you do all of that and drive home. I mean, that's, that's a couple of hours of your time. Um, meanwhile, I can sit at home and click away, boom, boom, boom. It'll be able to process my order and actually put it all together in under five minutes because it's got these robots zipping around. They do this. It's an amazing thing if you've ever seen it. And by the way, they're so secretive that they wouldn't allow us in to see it happening, but we know the type of robots they have. So we're able to see other robots, uh, other sort of uh, businesses that are using the same uh, technology and, uh, and be able to get an idea of, of how they work from there. Um, but it's just these, these robots go along these grids back and forth and they pick up all the food and stuff. And, and they drop it off, and somebody, a human being, bags them, double-checks it, and then it goes off into the trucks. Uh, so, I mean, I can just quickly do that. And, if, I mean, if I want groceries for, like, right now, I'm going to obviously have to go to the store. And that's still the majority of their business. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is if we're all stuck in our houses and we really don't want to go into a grocery store and you want to get it quicker, this is the fastest and the most accurate we've seen um, for online grocery delivery in Canada ever. It's actually the first uh, technology, the first, uh, the most technologically advanced system of its kind in North America right now. So, uh, and you wrote about this in the story, uh, the five-minute shopping spree, how robots are turbocharging your online orders. What does it do to employment? Because, you know, there's always going to be questions about, yeah. so we make this advancement with robotics, we have AI, we have, uh, as you write, the fourth industrial revolution. What does it do to employment? Well, the fourth industrial uh, revolution, for people wondering, because you might think, geez, we're already at the fourth. Well, the third one was the advent of computers. And the fourth is taking those computers and, and supercharging them to include uh, robotics and AI. So then it's, it's much more autonomous. But they're not going to be fully autonomous. They work in concert with people. Um, so, uh, you know, what they've done is, I'm sorry, I've sort of lost myself. You were asking me specifically about... About jobs. What does it do to jobs? About jobs, yeah. So uh, the, the fear all along has been with automation, and we've seen this in the other re- industrial revolutions, um, was where would we lose jobs? I mean, you lose the low-end jobs in the first re- revolution, sort of mid-range jobs. Um, and what they've found and the, the economists have, have seen is that uh, while you might lose some jobs, they end up getting sort of, I guess, put into new different jobs. And, uh, and they might not be making the same amount of money. So there is a bit of a fear there that it may hollow out the middle class. But what it does do is, for the Sobeys one, for example, it's creating 1,500 jobs at this one site. And these are high-paying jobs. They're not cashiers, and they're not uh, people bagging groceries. These are people who are uh, technologically inclined. They're engineers. So it's really creating like sort of a – it's changing the workforce. So Canada's workforce is very much going to have to change and adapt to be able to keep up with automation. And some people think that's not a good thing. Uh, I mean, eventually you're going to have to do it because you can't say no to technology and you can't ignore it forever, um, sort of like with the Internet, right? Exactly. But, uh, but, but I mean, the, our, our marketplace will change. So it's a question of when Canadians 
will accept that and when we will embrace the change fully. Yeah, I remember, Mike, going uh, in the, I guess, early 80s with a colleague to see very early computerization of uh, radio programming. Yeah. And, and this colleague said to me as we were walking out of the building, this will never work. This is never going to catch on. This is a fad. It's never going to work. I'd love to catch up with this guy today. So this is the future. And, uh, and, and you're right in the story that Canada's lagging behind other countries in this kind of automation. But education, um, we're, we're right at the uh, pointy end of the stick, aren't we? Yeah. Well, I mean, what's interesting is that uh, about 10 years ago, we were really known for being at the forefront of automation, but we somehow sort of lost that edge. Um, so a lot of European countries uh, really embraced automation in their warehouses, so their schools were really sort of uh, sort of geared towards that, and we sort of lost our way. And now that we're into this fourth uh, industrial revolution, we really have to change the way we educate people, because even if our industries want to adapt and want to add a lot of, uh, these high-tech robots and this AI to be able to process orders, well, we don't really have the kids coming out of schools to be able to fill those jobs. So a few years ago, the last couple of years, we've started to see um, our education system change. So you'll see uh, in Ontario, for example, I believe it's uh, uh, 28 schools, colleges, that now have uh, ed- mechatronics courses, as well as uh, four universities. Um, they're really gearing more towards this changing the workforce. And the kids that are going to these programs, um, at George Brown, for example, sorry, at, at Humber College, uh, they're getting hired before they even graduate. So there is want. a demand out there. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. I mean, if you're a parent and you've got your kid going to school and, and uh, they said, well, you know, they're worried about sort of getting hired at a university, which I, I mean, remember back in university, I was terrified. I mean, what am I going to do? Am I going to be able to get hired? These guys are getting hired before they even finish their exams. That's amazing. amazing. It is amazing. The five-minute shopping spree, how robots are turbocharging your online orders by Mike Rolay and Kamiar Razavi, Global News. Mike is Global National Toronto Correspondent. Mike, thank you very much for the for the time, and I'm not convinced this computer thing's ever going to catch on. <laughs> Who thinks computers? You know, just one small thing. You sure. Know, a couple of years ago, uh, it, about, talking about journalism, the Los Angeles Times has, a, a Times has an AI robot that uh, it, it's attached to its Twitter uh, handle. And whenever there is uh, an earthquake or anything, it, it's able to alert people, and it will alert people that this is coming so they know what's going to happen. So in 2017, there was actually a time when uh, they reported there was going to be, I think, a 6.5 magnitude earthquake in Los Angeles. People started freaking out because they're all getting this tweet that this was going to happen. And as it turns out, the AI robot was just it got confused. And it thought that uh, an earthquake that happened in 1925 was actually about to happen. So <laughs> it, it, it got messed up and it freaked yeah. people out. And the LA Times had to, you know, had to uh, go out and apologize and all that stuff and, and, and retweak it. But the computers aren't infallible, but it's coming for sure. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.